Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. I'd like to tell you along with Herb Tyler, we're at Acme Oyster House here in Baton Rouge, 3535 Perkins Road. Come on by and visit us. They've got great food and drink specials here. Also, you can watch all the games surrounded by televisions here. And uh, Herb and I were taking a look at, it, at all the games that's being played. And uh, you can listen to the Tiger Alabama game. If you're not around the television tonight, 6:45 is kickoff. You can hear it right here on the Big 870 WWL and free on the Odyssey app. And again, we want to thank Map Construction, Map Build, Build Beyond for being our presenting sponsors. Early in the game now, it's in the first quarter. This is unusual for Tulane. They have fallen behind ten to nothing mm. in East Carolina. Yeah. Who's they haven't played well this year at all, Herb. I'll be no. honest with you. So that is a bit of a surprise. Tulane in the past we've seen this year have jumped out the big leads and uh, they've had it evaporate. But now East Carolina ten to nothing lead over Tulane. It is early in this game also. But Missouri, who gave Georgia all kind of issues last year. They've jumped out ahead of Georgia 7-3. to three. It'd be interested to see just how long that lasts uh, between those two teams. And, uh, man, Georgia, really, over the last couple of weeks, you really couldn't ask them to play any better than what they have. In overtime, Arkansas beats Florida hmm. 39-36. Ooh, Billy Napier, man. <laughs> Talk about the heat yes. has come up on Billy. Um, he's finding out big college football, man. Uh, they, they want you to win it now. None of this rebuild stuff. No. Uh, you, you have to win now. And, again, we talked about this before, but Clemson, 31-23 over Notre Dame. And uh, I told Charlie Long, I told him, oh, man, you, you threw your saddle <laughs> on a bad horse uh, this week with Notre Dame. Yes. Uh, but it is what it is. And uh, Clemson's got talent. I don't, they're not as talented as they were years ago. No. When the receiving cores, man, they, you, they were always loaded with NFL receivers and NFL defensive linemen. I remember Pete Jenkins telling me, Mike, I got five of them here. I'm like, what? He said, five. He said, I got four juniors and a redshirt sophomore. I think all of them are going the first or second round. He was absolutely, absolutely right, right. <laughs> uh, about that team. They ended up winning the national championship yep. with Trevor Lawrence uh, at the quarterback position. Kind of hit some hard times with it, but a big win today 
uh, for the Clemson program and Dabo Sweeney. Yep. After a bit of a hectic week uh, for Dabo, and, man, they should do a better job screening them calls. They should. Yeah. Man, if I'm on the Clemson network and I let a guy kind of go off like that, yeah. uh, you wonder how long I'm going to have my job. Uh, you would think on a coaching show they're going to screen a little bit of that, but apparently not. That's right. Look, man, Clemson did a good job today of beating Notre Dame. You know, one of the things that Dabo didn't do well was embrace the NIL he situation. He did not. And I think that's why you don't see the talent that he's once had. So prior to the NIL, he, you know, he was really pulling in and raking in some really great defensive linemen, receivers, quarterbacks, as well as DBs as well. So, and then, you know, you, you, you lose your defensive coordinator who was really one of your heart and soul. Oh, your, he your, was. Your coaching and staff. And Tony Elliott and, yes. goes to Virginia. That's right. Offensive and guy. So, so you lose some really key, key guys on your co- from your coaching staff who are doing very well where they are now. And, and you can see why they were really great while being at Clemson. But I just think the, the Dabo not embracing the NIL and then also Dabo saying some really questionable things in the media <laughs> really hurt his recruiting, period. Yeah, no question. <laughs> and number one ranked Ohio State. You talk about a tussle today. They won 35-16 over Rutgers. But my goodness. You talk about a dogfight. Are they the number one ranked team in the country? That's the question. Are they? I wouldn't have the voted. The eye test. When you I wouldn't have the voted. Because I'll be honest with you. To me, Michigan, now I know they got a lot of controversy with that yeah, too. Yeah, but they passed the eye test, they, right? They you look to me like they the better team. Yes. Uh, you know, overall, Georgia has had some ups and downs. But, man, uh, you've watched Michigan. Uh, yeah, they dominate from beginning to end every uh, game that they play. They, they beat the holy snoot out of you every time you play them. <laughs> and, you know, here's a – Now, they might know what your signals are, though. But <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll get it. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's uh, right, that's right. People, uh, my, my school don't do that. What? Every uh, school does don't, And don't let me put you on a lie detector machine because you fry <laughs> that thing up from one end to the other. But today, tr- man, I think about Trey Harris. At one time, yes. Trey Harris was the quarterback at Como High School. You know who his receiver was? Malik Neighbors. Neighbors. Now, Malik transferred after his junior year, but Malik was at Como as a receiver. Trey was the kind of triple option quarterback and all. Trey could throw the football pretty well. Goes to Louisiana Tech. Then he transfers to Ole Miss. Today, Trey Harris from Lafayette, 11 catches, 213 yards, and a touchdown. He was the man. 19.4 yards a catch today versus A&M secondary. And every one of those starters, they playing in the NFL one day. Yeah, absolutely, man. I I can tell you right now, Trey Harris is really um, up to ante on who he is and what he's all about and all this kind of stuff in regards to, you know, you know, why isn't he at LSU, that kind of stuff. For me, you can't let a kid like that get out from the state and go somewhere else, especially Ole Miss. But playing quarterback and not giving them an opportunity to play at LSU, he went to La Tech, did okay, transferred yeah. to Ole Miss, found his spot in his niche, and he's got a great coaching staff that's helping him really develop his talent. And, look, today tells the story. When he played against LSU, he played very, very well. And he's just a, a steady guy. He's going to steady just turn him out. His the middle name, his middle name to me is work because he works his butt off and he makes it happen every every. And game. he can flat out fly out of man. He's That's got right. a second gear. Yes. Uh, and you can tell he's played quarterback because of his ability to make you miss out in the open field. Yep. See, a lot of guys, they can catch the ball, but it's to make you miss 
man, Trey Harris catch the football out yeah. in the open field. Good luck if you're a defensive back. You better grab him in fast. And he's got good size, too. So he's not just a light, you know, small kind of running, running no. around guy. No. He's really good size. He's got really great hips. He's got really great body control. And his, his lower body is really strong, too. Yeah, one of the things he told me in the summer was I wanted to go somewhere where I could, one, I want to play right away. I yep. want to be in a system that we're going to yep. throw the football. And, you know, I, I looked at what Ole Miss was doing, and I thought it was the best option for me. Yeah. Uh, he had a couple of Texas schools that were after him, but he said I, I thought the best option for me was at Ole Miss. Right. And because he was saying, man, it's key because he hadn't got a chance to kind of see what was happening at Florida State. Right. His deal was, man, you think Keon's going to play right away? Yeah. I, I said, what? He ain't got nobody that's going to beat Keon out at Florida State. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, yeah. You know, Keon, he started at Michigan State. He's another from Opelousas. He goes to Michigan State. And LSU <laughs> missed on him not once but twice. twice. <laughs> yeah. And L- they got in late, but, man, it, uh, too late, too little. And he ends up at Florida State. And I look at, man, sometimes God puts you in the right spot. Okay, for Keon, it was really the best spot. He goes to Florida State, and their big receiver's been hurt a big portion of the year. He becomes the man. The man. And then Trey Harris going to Ole Miss, they had lost some people, and and Mingo gets picked in the second round uh, by the Panthers. So they needed a a number one guy. Trey Harris has been that. I'm always a proponent for guys staying home, but I'm also a proponent for Louisiana-bred people to be successful wherever they go. And so I really enjoy watching Keon Coleman play against everybody but LSU. And then watching Trey Harris play today was really something really phenomenal and exceptional for me. So there's so many people that are born and raised in Louisiana that accomplish so many great things that a lot of people don't truly understand. If you start rattling off names of people from the New Orleans area, from Baton Rouge, that are uh, uh, from Lafayette, Shreveport, that are major players in all kinds of games. And I'm not talking about just sports and, and athletics. I'm talking about, you know, at, uh, movies, uh, uh, the, the music industry. Um, People who got money, too. And all kinds see, of, yeah, they got money, too. See, that, 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 that's sort of a fantasy. That, oh, <laughs> these people in Louisiana ain't got no money. What? You must not live around where yeah, I live. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. Uh, they, now, they will never admit it to you because yeah. I was telling Herb a story about a relative of mine who swear you know, sweat of Jesus that ain't got a nickel, but, but, but was absolutely loaded. That, that's just the way people are here. But you think about Malik Neighbors mm-hmm. and Brian Thomas and Trey and Keon. Yep. Of a foursome of receivers yep. who all came out in and around the same time frame, all from the state of Louisiana. All from the state of Louisiana. Unbelievable. And Kyron. And Kyron uh, Lacey and, you know, If well. Kyron catch the ball more consistently, I'd put him with the four. He, I'm sorry, Kyron. you got to be in the five spot now. You, you, you can't <laughs> drop too many passes. That, that, that's Kyron's problem. But Kyron's super gifted. He grew up not far from me. and at, He went to Thibodeau High School. Was a tremendous basketball player. Yep. And he's almost due one drop a game. Yep. But then once he makes the drop, normally he settles he's down settle and down. he's, he's okay. But now, here's the other kicker, too. There's other guys behind those guys and right Chris now Hilton. that are going to be really great, too, that we're not saying their names just only because they're not playing. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting moving forward to see the talent that Louisiana has bred 
especially on the LSU's football team for receivers. And uh, Dewan Jackson, who's at uh, Tulane right now. Yeah. From, he went to Hornville. That's yep. not too far from where I live either. <laughs> and man, he could run. Yes. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike the Tail along with Herb Tyler. We are at Acme Oyster House, 3535 Perkins Road here in Baton Rouge. Come on by and visit us. We'll be here until 445 this afternoon. Back with more LSU Alabama pregame talk. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're back here on our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike to tell you along with Herb Tyler. We're at 3535 Perkins Road, Acme Oyster House. Come on by and visit us. Got a great crowd here now. Stop on by, get supper here. They got great food and drink specials. Also surround, surround, surround TVs <laughs> all over the board, so to speak. Georgia has taken the lead over Missouri 10 to 7. Uh, no surprise there, but Missouri has moved to football on a really good uh, Georgia defense, and so we'll see how that goes. They gave them problems last year, really did, and Georgia had to come back late to win it. We're going to go now to uh, Chris Gordy on our Locked On SEC program, and uh, Chris does a great job covering the SEC, and it's our Inside the Tiger Den segment brought to you by Go Tax Resolution. Your go-to tax resolution team, G-E-A-U-X. Go Tax Go. I want to thank the good people at Go Tax Resolution. Chris, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. How you doing, bud? And this is the game. Herb and I have talked about it. Man, we've been waiting for this for a long time. LSU, Alabama. <laughs> and this is where you test your, your measure against this football team. 
Yeah, this is it, Mike. I mean, you know, there's there's some great games on LSU's schedule, but it all it always comes down to this one, right? And, and you know, as we predicted over the summer, this would be the game that decides the SEC West. Now, I get it, Ole Miss is still technically alive, but uh, if LSU can dig deep, find a way to win this one, I got a feeling Georgia loses and happens next week, and LSU once again will be in the driver's seat to go to the SEC tournament. So or SEC championship. So, yeah, this is the big one. And, you know, it's so crazy, Mike. The biggest stat I love about this game tonight is, you know, we go back to the game of the century in 2011. LSU <laughs> and Alabama 12, played 12 times since that game. In 10 of those games, LSU has been held to 17 points or less. They're 0-10 in those two games. The games that they've scored more than 17 points, they're 2-0. and so, look, I got a pretty good feeling LSU is going to be scoring more than 17 points tonight. They might Tuscaloosa. score 17 points in the first half. I mean, because <laughs> I, I got a feeling that this is going to be a bit of a shootout game. Uh, just a gut feeling from kind of seeing what LSU can do offensively. Mm-hmm. And LSU secondary, oh, my God. Mil- Milrow would really have to spit the bit like a bad horse not to have put up big numbers <laughs> against this secondary. I'm interested in how they use Harold Perkins tonight. So I'm going to throw you that out. I think maybe you have had a little time to think about what would be the most destructive way to use Perkins. And uh, I'm not talking about a spy because I, I, sometimes I don't really believe in that. But have him be an influencer with Milrose's ability to run the football. And also, he likes to throw the deep ball. you got to be able to affect that. And he throws the deep ball with a lot of accuracy skills. Yeah, so, he does. And so, man, Harold's got to be a big part of helping put pressure on him. He does. Uh, again, I'll be really curious to see how they're going to use him. I think they'll use him in multiple ways. I think there will be times where he'll be shadowing uh, Milrow and, and, and monitoring him. I think there will be times he'll be covered maybe C.J. Dupree, the, the tight end, uh, down the field. And we've seen Harold a couple times in coverage this year do pretty well. So, yeah, uh, yes. I think they're just, you know, yeah. the, the, the answer is, I mean, I have people asking, oh, is he going to shadow? Is he going to do this? Is he going to do that? Uh, the, the I don't know about is, all that. The answer is yes to, yes. The answer is yes to everything. Uh, Harold yeah, Parker that's right. Whatever you need tonight to get the win. But, you know, what's, what's interesting, Mike, as bad as we were feeling about LSU's defense and the secondary and, yeah, you're going to have to lean on some young guys like Lieutenant Welch and yep. you know, some inexperienced guys, Amari Stamps, but – uh, or Ashton Stamps, rather. I, I do think that uh, it's kind of interesting watching these games play out today. Missouri's moving the ball on Georgia. Ole Miss yep. moved the ball all day on A&M. Maybe LSU's defense, maybe we, you know, we overhyped a little bit how bad they were because, look, they gave up a lot of yards to some really good offenses throughout the year. And now when they play bad offenses like Auburn and Army, obviously they stepped up and looked really good. So uh, I, I think it's as simple as this, guys, 30 points. If you tell me right now LSU's defense can hold Bama under 30 points tonight, I like LSU's chances. Chris, here's my deal. I'll make a deal with him. Uh, I'll trade Jimbo LSU's secondary for his. <laughs> Man, uh, all, all those guys, they are all play in the NFL. Uh, every one of them yeah. for A&M. How can you be that bad? Good gracious. Uh, <laughs> they didn't look good today. And really, I didn't think Jackson Dart had a, a fast start. Uh, he was sort of up and down, but, man, they're secondary. They got turned around. And how about Trey Harris? Louisiana guy really played big today. Yeah, and, that, and that's where, again, like, look, they gave a 500-yard goal bit. There's no excuse for that. All I'm saying is maybe we overhyped a little bit. Yeah, how, a little you know, bit. Maybe. Oh, my God, it's historically bad, yes, but they're doing this to some other good defense. Oh, A&M was thought to be one of the really good defenses in the SEC this year. So seeing them do that. 
We'll see what Missouri does throughout the game today against against Georgia. But, um, you know, again, look, it, it all comes down to tonight, Mike. We're not asking you to be all SEC, all pro, whatever. Just play well tonight. <laughs> Can you play well for 60 minutes? That's all we need. And 60, because that's been the strange thing. Herb and I have talked yes. about this. This is the most unusual Alabama team I've seen yes. at Nick Saban, where they play halves of football. Okay, uh, against Arkansas, played a good first half, lousy yep. second half. Yep. Uh, A&M, a bad first half, unbelievable second half. Tennessee, a bad first half, great second half. <laughs> Chris, that's never happened before uh, with Saban-type uh, coach teams at Alabama. We've seen this sort of inconsistency. Yep. And so here's my deal. Belichick jumps out to a big lead. Man, you don't take your foot off the accelerator at all. No. You, you keep hitting yeah. it as hard as you can. No doubt, and that's and that's the formula to me. I mean, if you want a recipe for success for LSU tonight, look no further than week two when the Texas Longhorns went into Austin. Uh, I thought Steve Sarkeesian did a tremendous job coaching that game. Now, they did convert a couple of big fourth downs. That's going to be huge tonight because we saw that, you know, that, that cost LSU week one against Florida State. They got into the red zone twice, went yep. forward on fourth down, and came up with nothing. So if that happens tonight against Alabama, mm-hmm. it's advantage Crimson Tide. But, yep. uh, yeah, look, you've got to keep the foot on the gas pedal. Too often when you get a lead in Tuscaloosa, these teams go, all right, let's run the ball, we're going to run the clock, we're going to get out with the victory. No, that's, that's nope. exactly what Nick Saban wants you to do. You've got to keep the foot on the gas pedal. You've got to keep taking the shots down the field. Put your foot on their neck and go for the win. And uh, that's exactly right. And you're right. I mean, if LSU jumps out to a big lead tonight – you know, you can't get comfortable because it, we've seen time and time again this year, Alabama's played yep. a poor first half and come back and, and shut out their opponent in the second half. So uh, you're right. I mean, they, they got to keep the foot on the gas pedal. And, and with Jane Daniels and Malik Davis and Brian Thomas Jr. and those guys, I think they know that. I think they're not going to sit there and go, well, we got to lead, so let's run the ball and let's get out with the win. No, that, that's, what, <laughs> that's what Saban wants you to do. Yeah, Chris, I was going to say, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, we look at this Alabama team this year. And it seems like they're not playing well at all. But this team is playing really well. They only have one loss, and they're playing halves of football, and they're playing, you know, really good football when they do play those halves. Now, here's the thing. They're still coached by the best coach in, the, in, in, in college football, period. And they still have a lot of talent, especially on the defensive side of the football. So uh, here's my question is, LSU is going to be lacking some really good talent on the defensive side of the ball tonight. How does LSU overcome that? Especially McCoy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to start with slowing down the run game. I mean, Jace McClellan has been really, really good at running the ball. Um, You know, we talk about Logan Diggs being fifth in the SEC in rushing. Jace McClellan is right behind him. He's sixth. Uh, He's done a really good job of moving the chains. To me, that's the key for LSU. If they're getting gashed four or five yards, you know, in the middle with no McCoy Wingo in there, uh, you know, it's going to give Jalen Milrow that much more flexibility on what he can do. He can, you know, a third and one, they'll, they'll, they'll come right at you up the gut. Uh, you know, a second and short, he's going to, you know, roll out, have some RPO options, uh, whatever they want to do. So, to me, it's, if LSU could step up and slow down the run game and force uh, Jalen Milrow to have to pass, I get it, you know, that your secondary is not the best. But that's, that's the recipe for success because we've seen Jalen Milrow throughout this year. He makes mistakes. He'll make a great throw downfield but then he'll throw a bad interception, or he'll get sacked and he'll lose a fumble. Keep in mind, Alabama is the most sacked team in the SEC this year. So uh, there are opportunities here for LSU's defense. Again, can you capitalize yes. in big moments? You know, in a big third down, you force a turnover. You know, those are the big plays that LSU's defense can make tonight to, uh, to keep them in this. 
Chris, I, I don't remember another team I've watched this year have more center to quarterback exchange issues than Alabama. Yeah. Man, you got a jittery <laughs> center. Sometimes it's high. Sometimes yeah. he's digging it it's out of the ground the like a shortstop uh, trying to catch it. Man, I, I, you would think that that would get better. But yet, as the season goes along, you see at least two bad center exchange. Fortunately, Milrow is the athlete that he is, that he can move around and mm-hmm. catch some of that. Because if not, they would have a heck of a lot more turnovers. That, that's a bad issue, center quarterback exchange like what we've seen at Alabama. It is, and it's crazy because Seth, Seth McLaughlin is a, is a senior. I mean, you would think that they wouldn't be having issues, but this is a – you know, I, I made the mistake this week, Mike, of saying this is a good, not great Alabama offensive line, and my buddy who's an Uh-oh. Alabama fan said, good. <laughs> he said, they're not even good. He said, this is an average offensive line. Yeah, J.C. Latham was in a walking boot in the bye week. He says he's going to play tonight. We'll see. He's a stud right tackle. He's going to be a first-round pick. But on, on the left side, Caden Proctor is a true freshman playing left tackle. He's been a mixed bag. Tyler Booker, Darren Delcourt. I mean, it, again, it's like I said, I thought they were good, not great. My buddy said they're average. They're not even good. So that's the advantage for LSU. I get it. Not having Makai Wingo stings, but you still got Mason Smith. And to me, this is a big game, Mike. You and I love Pete Jenkins. I agree. Pete, Pete knows Nick. Pete knows him well, yep. you know, better than the back of his hand. He knows what he wants to do here. How much can Pete Jenkins being in your coaching room help out this week in attacking that that Alabama offensive line that's disrupting. So, to me, that's, that's going to be a big one tonight as well. Yeah, Chris, I was going to bring that up. He was the guy. He recruited Herb Tyler. Yep. We tried to go to get him to go to Mississippi State. He wasn't at LSU at that time. So, let me, let me just clarify that because people are going to say, oh, he tried to get him to go to LSU? No, try to get him to go to Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. Mm-hmm. That's where Pete was coaching <laughs> with Jackie Sherrill. But nobody in college football knows Nick Saban better than Pete Jenkins. Now, Nick never thought Pete would be in the spot he's in today, and neither did Pete, Right. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you. Man, you ain't got to worry about stealing no signs for this game. No, Pete knows it, and Pete knows a lot about how Saban thinks, down distance, what type of looks he gives. Uh, you know, they had that article in Sports Illustrated. Uh, uh, Ross Dallinger wrote a few years back that he's the wolf. For Saban. Okay, Saban get in trouble. He make that one phone call. Uh, <laughs> hey, Pete, you got to come save me. Man, we're not doing this, not doing that right. That, to me, is an unknown factor. When you know a little bit of intel, yep. and I think he knows more than a little bit about how Saban is, would run his defense. No doubt. And that's where I think, you know, it's so interesting, Mike, just like digging through the numbers. If we're talking, you know, take the names off the jerseys and we're just looking at, at players who've been making plays out there for LSU. No disrespect to Mason Smith or Makai Wingo, but Jordan Jefferson has been yes, he the has. for them this year on the defensive line. So, yep. you know, it's, it's, it's funny. You know, somebody was saying that I think they'd actually be more in trouble if they were missing Jordan Jefferson instead of Makai Wingo. And it's no disrespect to Makai. It's just that's how – that's how well that Jordan has played this year. And so whether it's him or it's Ovia Gufu or, or Braden Swinson, Paris Chan, Savion Jones, somebody on that line needs to step up big tonight for LSU. But to me, none bigger than number 99, Jordan Jefferson. He's, he's been ready for this moment since he transferred to LSU. Paris Chan has been the one guy that has seen a lot more action with Pete than without him. It's been Paris Chan. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. I think he's got a chance to, to, to come up big. There's been the, – the thing with LSU's defense has been 
man, they've had a lot of almost sacks this year, right? Like they've had guys that have they've been in the backfield. They've, they've been so close to, to coming up with it. That's where I just wondered tonight, for going against the most sacked team in the SEC. It's tonight the night where we see LSU, you know, who's been near the bottom in, in sacks in, in the SEC this year. Is this is tonight the night where they get four, five, you know, six sacks? And, and again, anybody from Greg Penn to, to Swinson to the Parishan, whoever it is, uh, you know, Harold Perkins obviously would be the best one. But you just would love to see some guys putting Al- putting Alabama in long down and distances tonight. Yeah, we we talked about this a little bit earlier too. Um, you know, LSU played Alabama last year here in Tiger Stadium, and that was electric. You know, tonight they go to Alabama, and it's it that's going to be a tough place for LSU to play. Do you think that that atmosphere is going to give Jaden Daniels and that offense a little bit of trouble tonight at all? Because the one, last time they went anywhere and played and didn't play well was, you know, at, at, at Florida State, if you will, when they played Florida State the first game of the season. And I thought that the offense didn't play as well as possible. You know, we had a bunch of drop passes, things of that nature, and I think that we had a couple four-down plays that we did not convert. So what do you think about LSU's offense going into Tuscaloosa tonight to play a hungry, hungry, um, back-against-the-wall Alabama team that nobody's getting any credit to? Well, here's, here's the tough part, guys, and this is the stat you're not going to like. Since Nick Saban has been in, in uh, Tuscaloosa, that's 07 when he started, he's lost nine games at home. And if you, mm. if you cut it down to the past decade, he's lost wow. three games at home in the last decade. 2015 against <laughs> Ole Miss, 2019 against LSU and Joe Burrow, and then yeah. Sarkeesian in Texas in week two this year. So the odds are not in your favor when it comes no, to No, I would say in, not. <laughs> and home games in Tuscaloosa. So, look, you, you got that going against you. But just look at what Alabama's done this year, guys. I mean, it, you know, outside of everybody but Texas, the most points they've given up in a game is 21. I can't help but keep using that comp, but Texas yeah. in week two. LSU's offense is just so similar to that team. Again, if I'm mm-hmm. Ryan Kelly, I'm, I'm trying to repeat everything Texas and Stark did that week because that's how you're going to win tonight. Foot on the gas pedal, keep scoring points. Look, if you turn the ball over, that's fine. you got to keep keep attacking, keep taking <laughs> shots. But the one thing that scares yeah. me, guys, is Jaden Daniels taking that big hit. And I know their freshman Caleb Downs, he's already midseason All-SEC. He's a stud. He would love nothing more than to lay out Jaden Daniels in the open field. So Jaden's going to have to be smart, slide, get down, protect himself, because Alabama's going to be headhunting tonight looking to take Jaden out of this game. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of something Coach O told me when they played Alabama, and he was like, man, I keep telling Joe, man, uh, you got to learn how to slide. You played baseball before. He said, yeah, when I play baseball, I'll, I'll slide. Now, he, he found out the NFL was different. That's and right. then them guys are out to take you out. And I'm not talking about hurt you. I'm talking about taking you out. out. And so Joe has learned a little bit better in the NFL, but Joe didn't do it either. Chris, he, he refused to. And it's not that the coaching staff didn't work on it and talk to him about it. He refused to do it. And so sometimes you can tell that player that. Now, Joe and Jaden are different type athletes. Not that Joe couldn't run the ball, but he can't run the ball like that Daniels can. Yeah, yeah no doubt. And look, this is a different animal tonight. I mean, the big hit Jaden took in the Ole Miss game. He took a big shot against Mizzou. No offense to Ole Miss and Missouri, but Alabama's just different. I mean, they practice this thing week in and week out, hitting, hitting, hitting. Absolutely. Uh, they are going to try to bring everything they can in hitting them. Uh, Deontay Lawson, their big weak side linebacker, he has been a monster in delivering hits. And like I said, Caleb Downs, number two, their strong safety. He's just been punishing with hits. So 
if I'm Jaden, tonight is the big one. I mean, slide at any given opportunity. And look, there will be a time where you slide and they hit you anyway and you get the personal foul. So That's right. just be smart about it. The worst thing that could happen tonight, and it's not that they can't win with Nussmeyer in there, but the worst thing tonight would be to lose Jaden. And we've seen Alabama do it in games in the last decade. I mean, look at it. They, Texas a year ago, they knocked Quinn Ewers out the game. They're good at doing that. Don't, let the, don't give them the opportunity to knock Jaden out tonight. Chris, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Always do great work on Locked On SEC. So we appreciate your time this afternoon, buddy. All right. Thanks, guys. 37-31, Tigers. All right. Hey, I'll take it. And that's an over, too. So that's really good. (laughs) That's how Inside the Tiger Den segment and is brought to you by Go Tax Resolution, your go-to tax resolution team. G-E-A-U-X. Go Tax Go. Thank you, good people at Go Tax Resolution. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger tailgating show right after this break on the Big 870. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm tony kornheiser this is my show my friends come on and you know them we talk about the sports you care about basketball now golf and the metronome of your life baseball whether it's opening day The big tournament or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back here on our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger tailgating show. Mike to tell you along with Herb Tyler. We're at 3535 Perkins Road here at... Acme Oyster House. Come on by and visit us. Man, you can get supper here. You can watch the game. They got great food and drink specials. So come on by and visit us. We'll be here till 445 this afternoon here at Acme Oyster House. And some of the games that have been played this afternoon, uh, Louisiana-wise, Incarnate Word in the first quarter has a 10-0 lead over Nickel State. Uh, Southern Miss with a 17-0 lead over UL Monroe. Well, somebody from Louisiana got to win this. That's uh, right. Southeast Louisiana, 21, McNeese, 7. <laughs> so, so uh, Southeastern uh, with a 21-7 to seven lead early in that football game. And so uh, uh, Tulane has cut the lead. But East Carolina, 
late in the second quarter has a 10-7 lead over Tulane Herb. I'll uh, be honest with you, that surprises me. It does. surprises me, too, because I know how well Tulane has been playing. And um, it's, I don't know if that lead's going to last. I'm hoping that Tulane can come out, you know, squeak a win out of this thing. But it's going to be tough if they don't. I, but I, I don't see Tulane um, harping on this loss for a long time because they'll be back next week Yeah, if be- they lose. Because my thing with Tulane has been, normally has been kind of how they say that, verse visa. Yeah. Uh, it's been swung around. Yeah. Normally they jump out to a big lead and then lose it. But now they spotted them 10 points. They've come back to make this 10-7. to 7. Also to Arkansas State with a 20-10 to 10, uh, lead in the second. And this is in the third quarter now over Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, 20-10. to 10 in the third quarter, and Alcorn State at halftime. Woo, they jumped all over Southern, 34-14. to 14. Mm. Herb, man, uh, Alcorn State, man, they got the belt out for this one. Uh, man, they taking it to Southern and, yeah. and in a big manner. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger tailgating show right after this break here on the Big 870. We're back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. We're at Acme Oyster House, 3535 Perkins Road here in Baton Rouge. Come on by and visit us. Herb and I will be on till 445. Then we throw it to the LSU Radio Network. Brandon and uh, Big Fave will take care of it. And That's crew. right. And then at 645, kickoff, LSU, Alabama. And you can hear that Booyah. game live right here on the Big 870 are free on the Odyssey app. You know, Chris was talking about it, and we've spoke about it before. 35 quarterback sacks this year mm-hmm. Alabama has given up. Uh, now, I said this on the show on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, you know, Brian Kelly was, ah, I wouldn't call it the leaky offensive line. Man, somebody got upset. Well, what do you want him to say? No, my, my thing is uh, I would say they're great. Right. You know, my thing is, man, that's really stretching the rubber band. When you give up 35 quarterback sacks on an Alabama team, and, you know, you still got games left to play. That's a lot of sacks that is. in a season for them. LSU's got to take advantage of an offensive line that I think with Latham, who knows if he's going to play or not. He's been in the walking boot all week. you got a freshman left tackle. Now, LSU had a freshman left tackle last year. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not trying to compare him to Will Campbell, but, again, you have opportunities here to affect the quarterback. And they've tried to make him more – of a pocket guy and not get him out to the edge as much. Right. I, now, to a certain extent, I, I, I see it, but to me, that, that's not strength. playing to his wheelhouse. That's right. No, I agree with that. That's not playing to his wheelhouse and utilize his strengths, and I think that he does it naturally and organically, which is what makes him that, you know, d- difficult of a player to defend. Now, on the flip side of Alabama giving up, you know, so many sacks, LSU has only sacked their, their opponents 14 times this year. And to me, that's, you know, like somewhere on average of two, two sacks a game, if you will. If that. <laughs> right. It, it, so it's, it's, it's something's got to give with that, right? So hopefully, hopefully LSU gets a little bit better tonight with sacking the quarterback playing against a leaky offensive line for Alabama, which still that leaky offensive line is going to be really good, in my opinion. Now, I, know I think they're going to want to run the ball. I think they're going to have to try to run the ball. I think they want to try to take a little bit of air well, out of the football. I don't know. I don't know because now LSU's out a couple of DBs, and they're going to be going to, you know, they're going to the well deeply to pull out some DBs so they can stop them. But, and then you have some really good receivers on the outside that Alabama has. And the one thing that 
Jalen Jalen Miro can do is throw the ball deep on yes, the money. He can. That's the one thing he can do. Yeah, he he's very accurate. Now, where he's not accurate a lot is in the short intermediate stuff. Yeah. Almost the stuff with touch and rhythm. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's no. off. Yeah. And you can tell he's not setting his feet. You know why? He sails them. He sails them. That's it's, right. It's over the top of a receiver's head. That's what tells you he's not setting up and making that delivery over the top. He's just trying to arm throw it. Yeah. And he, he doesn't quite have it at this stage. But I see a lot of Jaden Daniels in Milrow almost one year apart. Yep. Yep. I, I think there's a the lot Milrow of similarities. You see today is the Jaden Daniels you saw last year. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger tailgating show right after the news here on the Big 870. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.